It's Saturday. Welcome back to Brutal, the podcast where we're brutally honest because honestly, it's brutal out there. Wow, guys, we're back. I have a really fun episode for you um, this week. We have Chrissy Gregory, um, also known as Queen of Corporate here. Um, We had so much fun recording. I wish I could have actually kept all of the audio, but it was literally two and a half hours long. Um, So (laughs) trying to keep the episodes to a reasonable length, but it is still pretty long. So I don't know how much time we're going to have for the brief and brutals. I'm going to try to get through a couple here. We got a good question on the Spotify poll. Um, How long is too long to be in a situationship with someone? I guess there's like two ways to think about this question. Like if you're asking basically like this is the only person that you're seeing and the relationship is undefined, thus it's like a situationship. um, I really don't think you should give it longer than like a couple of months. But I also think that for any relationship that's like undefined, assume that they are seeing 10 other people and then you should probably go do the same to be honest with you like you should be going on dates with other people you should be talking to other people um until it's established that you guys are exclusive because I truly cannot tell you the number of times that like my friends myself like everyone every woman I know um has like thought they were exclusive with a guy because they were like in some sort of situationship some sort of romantic entanglement um and then come to find out that actually the guy was like seeing a bunch of other people the whole time (laughs) If, yeah, so like if your situationship is the only person that you're seeing and like it's undefined and you're banking on like, oh, well, we're exclusive, probably. We just haven't talked about it. I assume we are. No, don't assume. No. But if it's a situationship where this is someone that's like in your life and it's undefined and like, you know, you don't really know what it is or what it's not, but you're still seeing other people, like you're still going on dates with other people, like you're still talking to other people, like you still have other irons in the fire then I think there's no like wrong length of time that it can go on. The point is that like you just don't want it impeding, um, you know, your other like dating prospects or like your happiness, honestly. So if it's just like something fun that you like, whatever, it's like you like the attention or you're just like having a fun time. Um, basically, if you're happy, like is what matters. Right. So like if it's this little like lighthearted situationship and like you have other options and like other opportunities um, dating wise, then there's no wrong length of time. But like, be honest with yourself, like be real with yourself. Is it a situation where like you are acting like, oh, it's so fun and silly, but like secretly deep down, like you want it to be your boyfriend, then you have to cut the cord. Um, You have to block and delete. You have to say goodbye because it's probably preventing you um, because number one, they're never going to turn into your man. Um, They know like they know right away whether they want to like seriously pursue you or like date you or not. Um, And if they've known you for like a long enough time and like you know they're involved with you but like they still haven't made any moves to like make it a real relationship like it's not it's not going to become one unless you force it to become one um which is not going to result in like a good or happy or healthy relationship for you sorry to say and then like second of all being in a situation with someone it could be like I don't want to say spiritually because I'm not like a spiritual person I'm not like woo woo but like I guess like spiritually it could be preventing you from like meeting someone else like it could be the last final like thing you need to like let go of in order to meet your man so yeah there's no like correct or incorrect like length of time but I will say like I think the reason people ask these questions is because they want like a rule like they want someone to tell them like nope if he hasn't asked you to be his girlfriend by three months like it's over because it's easier to like follow a rule quote unquote than it is to like be fucking real with yourself and be like this isn't going anywhere (laughs) and if it was I would know by now you know to me it sounds like you probably should cut the cord if you're asking the question you know what I mean 
One other thing that came up this week on TikTok was talking about stalking um, a guy's Instagram following or really any social media, like just stalking who he's following. Um, And I made a video saying basically if you're if you feel the need, like if he makes you feel like you need to check who he's following, it's over. Like it may not be over right now, but it's about to be over shortly. So like you could just save yourself some time and uh, end it now. And people were commenting and they were like, well, no, like I'm only checking it because of like my own insecurities. I'm like, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about when the guy gives you reason or like makes you he makes you feel not your insecurities from past relationships make you feel when the guy you are with makes you feel or gives you a reason to feel like you should be checking and seeing what he's up to. And that goes for checking his Instagram following. It goes for checking any other social media. It goes for checking his phone, going through his phone. If you even if you even have that feeling as a result of being with this guy, like if his behavior and his like vibes make you feel that way, it's over, baby. Like move on. Because once you pop, you just can't stop. You're going to spend the rest of your life. Do you want to be, do you want to be like married to this person? Do you want to be like about to walk down the aisle and like wondering what new girl he followed on Instagram? It's like, be for real. Every single one of my friends who is now like, who's now married to like a good guy who loves and is obsessed with them and they have a healthy relationship. They all thought this was normal. They were like, yeah, everybody does this literally until they met their now husband who's normal. It's not normal to feel insecure about these things. It's not normal to like feel like you need to check up on him or spy on him for him to be like loyal to you. Like, no, you want to be with a guy who who doesn't have like interest or time to be like following bikini models or following other girls on Instagram because he wouldn't want to do anything to upset you because he loves you so much that he doesn't want to lose you. And they know it bothers us. They know. Again, like if it's a good guy and you just have insecurities from a past relationship where like a boyfriend was someone that you were like feeling the need to spy on, that is different. But if it's the guy that makes you feel the need to spy, you have your answer. Don't be delusional and don't waste any more of your own time on someone who would do anything to make you feel like they might not care about the future of the relationship, however small that may be. Okay. Anyway, crazies, that's all we have time for. Um... Please send in your questions for next week to podcastbrutal at gmail.com. You can also DM me on Instagram at brutalpod. I don't know how to open my TikTok DM. Sorry, I'm literally a boomer, but please just message me. Send me your shit. Send it on Spotify. We want to hear it. There is no question too long or crazy. As you know, I love answering these questions. Um, So yeah, thank you guys so much. I hope you enjoy the episode with Chrissy and we'll talk soon. Okay, we're here. We are here. Welcome back. This is Brutal Episode. I want to say 19, you guys. I feel like we're approaching. I think maybe last time was 18. Anyway, I can't do math. I can't count. Um, But I'm so excited to be here with Chrissy Gregory, who I have been stalking your meme page for years, queen of corporate, and now I stalk your TikTok. So basically, I'm your stalker. So excited to have you here. Um, And I will let Chrissy say hello. I mean, I stalk you. Like, that's the whole thing (laughs) is that... No, yeah, I, I've had that meme account for years and I was anonymous for a while on it, but now I'm trying to like actually get my face out there and like, I don't know, have a brand outside of corporate shit because like, fuck that shit. Um, so yeah, no, I, I'm super happy to be here and literally your TikToks come up on my page after I've just like sobbed over a man who like literally doesn't have a job and like treats me like shit. And then I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> I'm like, get a grip babe get a grip, get a grip. <laughs> Gotta get a grip. <laughs> yeah, yeah like it's so it's so humiliating like you have such a good like voice for podcasting and for tiktoks like you just have like 
such enigmatic way about you. Thank you opinion. so much. Oh God, that's the biggest compliment. That's the biggest compliment. Well, no, I like love your content. I feel like I've just been like, I'm, I feel, you know, I've been stalking you for years, obviously on Instagram and now on TikTok. And like, I, I feel like, I don't know, especially just because, and like, I think you're in the same boat. Like I've been very lucky to have kind of like a, like an intense professional career, which I'm so like blessed, you know, to have. And it's amazing. But I also now I'm like doing this other thing with TikTok and then this podcast. So it's just like, I fucking love your memes. Like they crack me up. And like, I feel like the content really resonates with people. Like I'm always being sent like a queen of corporate meme, which I love. I, okay. So I, I mean, I fucking love to get that queen of corporate is my baby. Like that is my child. I started it like literally two weeks after I started my first job. Cause I was like, what the fuck is this shit? Yeah. Like, how I many years have you been doing this? Oh my God. Since 2019, I've been doing Damn. it since and I did, I started stand up at the same time. So it was like, I did stand up for a little bit and then like the meme account really started to take off. So I was like, okay, I'm going to like put more of my focus into writing, took some sketch classes, but I will say some people very much misinterpret my meme page. Like they, <laughs> I've been like invited to speak at seminars and I'm like, about being like a woman in like finance and business tech, whatever. I'm like, this page is satire. Like, I don't, <laughs> I don't know if you've like understood, like I am, the, I am anti, like I am anti-corporate. This is just like me making light of like a lot of the reality that a lot of people have to live to make ends meet and whatever. But it, I will say it is shocking every time. I'm like, have you like seen, like I make jokes about like, not like putting off work, like not liking work and all yeah. this stuff. And people are like, you should come talk about being a woman in finance. We will play a game of Potter just in charge at the end. I have to figure oh, out I'm, who my three, who I'm, are three guys be? <laughs> oh, I'm so fucking excited. I could like probably lob you like three. Yeah, let's do, all right, we'll do male celebrities. We'll pick like three. Yeah, you know how I do. I have like one on top of my head that I want to ask you, but it depends on if you've watched the show or not. Oh, what show is uh, it? Stranger Things. I haven't. Ugh. of course not you're like well adjusted no i need like, a new I'm like show living in like a, a daydream all the time and that's why i watch shows i've like been that. living in a game of thrones like house of the dragon i'm literally like i was like <laughs> i don't care about house of the dragon like when regular game of thrones ended i was like no don't give a shit not gonna watch any sequels my sister forced me to watch like one episode of house of the dragon addicted can't stop watched all of it within a 48 hour period and now i'm reading game of thrones house of the dragon fan fiction every night and can't stop we're like, fanfic early. Oh my god! Like, okay, it's so insane. We relate. We relate because, um, yeah, no, it's the way like Harry Potter fan fiction is just like in the rotation. It's always I in used the to read Lord of the Rings fan fiction. Oh my bitch! <laughs> you're really, you're really in it, and I love that. No, I'm in the weeds. I know it really is. I, I mean, listen, I read all the after books. I don't know if you read those. Oh, was that the Harry Styles? Yeah. Yes. Yes. My friend and, and I did it, read that at one time. It got published. And I'm what? telling you, it is a fan fiction. And it's like the movies. Oh, there's like no dialogue in the movies. It's just. As there should. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Just like sex scenes. It's such a vibe. <gasps> okay. I'm going to tell my friend what I used to read them with. Because we were like, oh, after so good. We were reading it on like, I think I was reading it on like fanfiction.com. Yeah. yeah like Wattpad and stuff. Yeah. Yes. It's seriously wow. God, good for that author. <laughs> I know. Isn't it like insane too when you think, do you ever read like erotica novels or like spicy novels? Yeah. Love those. And I love that they're having their moment on TikTok. Like when you walk into Barnes and Noble, they now have that table that'll like. The, like, like the, the, the corset rippers like that. Yeah. Like, yes. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like sometimes I have like, okay. Also, I need to apologize for, and I'm, this is just audio, right? Yeah. Okay. 
my room is a mess behind me and I didn't realize that until like five minutes before I got on here but I have my little like stack of like spicy books next to my bed and whenever I have like a guy here I'm like they gonna like is this like a red flag? I don't I don't know, but I'm like, there's just like the most aggressive men, you know, like they always have the covers like look so crazy. Yes. And it's just like, yeah, you can't be reading those in public. That's so funny. But they're next to the bed always. Um when I studied abroad, so my friend um and I were both abroad together, like in Madrid during college, and we would have this like really long commute to our school. And it was like, it was literally like a bus, three subways, like another bus, like it was a nightmare, but we only had to go three days a week. And then we could like travel Friday and Monday. So it was like worth it, but we had to do something on this long commute and like, didn't, it was like 20, this is a long time ago, like 2013. So we didn't really like sell service. So we would download like onto our iPhones, these like, like those books, but in like Apple books. So then um, later I was working at a company, I was working at Apple and um, they had like we had to do a lot of our like content for like training for sales, like through Apple books. So I'm like with my mentor, like the third day of work. And he's like teaching me to like open up Apple books and like, you know, get the content that I need for this fucking work training. And he's like, okay, now log into your iCloud. And I log into your iCloud, my iCloud and all these books, like all of the covers were like, you know, it's like half naked women. And it was yes. all like the lust of like Sir Lancelot or like whatever. <laughs> like yes, my yes, coworker yes. was looking at me like, why do you have 75 of these fucking books in your iCloud? books library I was like um I can explain my friend we were abroad there was no cell service he's like all right like okay wait we have to tell the listener so tell me where it tells where you're from how long have you been in the city where do you live in the city because I feel like we probably should be doing this in the same room but I'm I need to be on zoom because I don't have two microphones and I only know how to record from zoom <laughs> <laughs> no it's okay I'm the same way I am the same way um okay so I am from Connecticut I went to college at Fordham University in the Bronx so I've been here essentially since well 2015 uh is when I transferred to Fordham I went to UConn for a year long story uh graduated 2018 and then I moved to Manhattan um and so I live in Five Eye now fun and yes so love it I'm very much a city girl but I am shook that you were a Texan for six years and you need to to tell me everything because I have this idea in my mind that like southern midwestern men are just they're it like that's like I think what you need because like these men up here are fucking they are literally insufferable pussies like issues 98 percent of I would say east coast New York men is specifically but it's tough um okay so I think like so I moved down for work like this was I moved there in like 2015 I guess I moved down um and I stayed until a year ago I moved back Um, and so it's like, and I grew up, so I grew up near New Jersey, like in New Jersey, near the city. And then I was in college in Boston. I was there for a little while. And then I moved down to Texas for my job. And I just kept like staying, like, I was like, I'm going to go for two years and then like, you know, come right back to New York and like be with everyone else. And then I just kept staying and like things kept happening and I got a new job and other things. It was like a good place to be for tech. So I was like, okay, I'm going to stay. Oh, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I was in Austin, which is like, I don't know, like some people are like, oh, that's not really Texas. It is in some ways, but it's definitely not in others. Yeah, it, it's so um, very city, very like urban. And I think it does give a good feel. I've only been to Austin one time and I was younger, but like, I was like, I fucking love it here. It's and I want to so go fun. back so soon. I want to just go and like experience like the nightlife because I wasn't old enough to like go out. It's like. so fun. I mean, best partying of my life. Obviously, like I had to literally get sober from living there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> love um, it was it. amazing. Yeah. Yes. Oh my God. I listen, I believe it. And I do think, yeah, 
I could see how it's one of those places where like you would end up just getting like caught up in it and you're like, okay, I'll, home is home. I'll come back at some point. Yes. Um, did you, okay. How was your experience with the dating there? Did you Ugh, like it? So... Were you in a relationship while you were there? Like what Such a mix. Like I, I like had, I had like a couple of boyfriends when I lived there um I found like the dating to be it was like fine I think yeah any city uh, mm, it's just yeah fun. Austin is like Austin has a lot of Peter Pans I will say so it's like a lot of guys who don't really have like a plan for their life like don't really have like a plan for their career like and it's a very transient city because it like me a lot of people plan to live there for like a couple years and then move back to the east coast or the west yeah. coast like that's a big thing some of them end up staying for sure but it's like mostly pretty transient um and so I think there's this attitude of kind of like I'm here for a good time not a long time which is fine but I think that lends itself like to the dating culture the Peter Pan thing is that's fucking hilarious and I do yeah. feel like that is how I felt I visited LA every man there so every man there the Peter Pan and it's the same thing except instead of it's like you know cost of living is what allows them to live that way it's like a lot of them have family money yeah parents are paying for everything so for real it's like why would they ever I would be a creative for the rest of my life too. For and sure. if I didn't have to, like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, there's no incentive. Is, like, yeah. And it is interesting that you're saying it's a transient city in the sense that no one plans to stay unless you're really like from the area. And I do feel that way about a lot of major urban cities in the Midwest in general. Like I dated someone who uh, was from Kansas city for like four years. And I feel like that was kind of what you saw. It was like, even really like people who live was from around that area. It was, there's a lot of flight. You know what I mean? I don't think people really had the same loyalty as they do East and West coast to where yeah. they from. I don't know. It's true. Cause you're not but like with your family. That. You're not like where you intend to stay. And so I also think it makes people like act differently. They're like nobody knows me. Like nobody cares what I do. Like, I think there's a lot less, like as crazy as that sounds, it's like, there's even less like accountability somehow. I don't know. No, that, uh, that's so interesting. And it's actually, it's great that you say that because I do have a, uh, a tendency to romanticize like other places, but then at the same time, like, and that's, this is the sickening thing of being an East coaster, as I'm sure you feel is at the same time, I'm so East coast elitist. I'm so East coast. If you're a loser, you feel like it here. Like, yeah. and, I, and I do think that is a thing in other places in this, in the country, you don't feel that way. Yeah. If there's a lot less like life is just a lot easier to be honest in places that aren't like LA, New York, yeah. Chicago. Like I really think like life is just a lot easier in terms of like standard of living, in terms of cost of living, in terms of like logistics of living. Like I had like a big ass SUV and like a sick apartment that I didn't pay that much money for. And I drove everywhere and like everything is cheap and easy and it's sunny all the time. Like, you know what I mean? Like it was a very easy life, yeah. like, which was great in some ways, but like Honestly, I think, you know, I really, it was important to me to like be near my family, be near like my yeah. friends from college and high school. And also just like New York has always like, you know, it's always been there and I've always been like, I'll move back eventually. Um, for a while I thought I was going to stay in Austin and then I kind of just realized like it wasn't, it wasn't for me in like the long term. Mm -hmm. And I'm so happy to be home. I will say like yes. my dating experiences here have actually already been better than like in Austin, but maybe that's just because I'm like older and I have like more like now I'm literally like sitting in my ivory tower of fucking high standards and I only go out with people if I'm like you're up here you know what I mean like maybe that's right right, right. <laughs> right no and I, I really I I do think that has a lot to do with it we're like I remember because whatever I'm 26 now I remember being like 23 and being like this is my final brain like I really thought like that was I thought I was like knew everything <laughs> oh I was like I am I am miss adult and I am I have such a high standard for the people who I who I date and who I'm with and I look back I'm like the bar was in hell 
and it, I was like, so I, mentally ill. I was, oh my God, I like still, I mean, but, still, like, but it's fine. <laughs> literally, like, I, I look back and I'm like, what the fuck was I doing? Like, the, ba- the behavior that I put up with in men was like not normal. Like, I don't even know. And I, I don't know. It, it, it is crazy looking back at. And now it's weird too, because as I get older, I'm also just like more open. Like, as much as my standards are like where they are, which I've definitely, I'm, I've definitely faltered on. <laughs> no, you throw a really tall man at me and I don't know what, I don't know how to like, act. Wait, what's going on? <laughs> I'm like, wait, who cares? Like, I don't know. No, no, no. I can take care of us, babe. Like, I'm yes. so, like, I'll just like throw all that away. But I will say, like, I, I'm more open to people now where I think before I was like very much just like closed off to a lot of different things. I was like, oh, if you're not like basically just like my ex-boyfriend and a little different, like, I'm I it's not happening but now I'm like okay that's good it's also good that you like realize that like I was so I always say my sister and I laugh about it because she's so she's how okay I'm 30 she's 26 so she's right and she's always like we both talked about like when your fucking frontal lobe comes in like that feeling when you're like 25 and you're like hold on hold on and you feel it you're like wait a second like (laughs) you feel it and like I seriously look back at some of the things that I did I like 24 was like a career low for me. That was probably like the worst, one of the worst years of my life. And I I just feel like I was like fucking up everything. Like I just felt like my life was, I just couldn't really get a grip on anything. I feel like I turned 25 and that day, I'm, my life changed. I feel like I had like a completely different perspective. And I looked back at the person who I was like the year prior and I was like, who was that? Like, Like I should be dead. Like I should be dead. I, I think about that frequently, frequently. Like that was not, it, it wasn't something I was expecting, I guess. I thought it was very much going to feel like, okay, maybe I'm just more sure of myself when I turn 25. No, ma'am. You oh could not God. put it into my head and make me do the things I did when I was 24 nowadays. And that's two years ago. All right. Well, I think like, let us, I mean, let's cover some topics. I Like many things I want to talk about right now. I feel like a good place for us to start that would be a good, like, prompt for us will be the new Taylor Swift album I we need to discuss it I know it's like been a couple weeks but I was like I was still emotionally recovering from it and I needed to like listen to it 47 times before I could like really have opinions but like what are your hot like what are your initial thoughts like where are we at what is your favorite what's your number one song and then what are your like top three songs what ex-boyfriends do we need to discuss (laughs) okay let me pull it up because I'm one of those people where I will listen and then not do you know what I mean? Like, I won't mm-hmm. even like pay attention to the song. I love Lavender Haze. I'm not going to lie. Snow on the Beach was not really my thing. I didn't like it. I didn't get it. Okay. That to me, I was a little bit disappointed about because I had before, you know how sometimes you need to like let an album sit and then, you know, you like get opinions on it because of that. I was so ready and I didn't enjoy it. Um, Midnight Rain was Midnight Rain's good. It was, it was okay. I did like that one. I will say I, this is how I am with a lot of my favorite artists. I am, I, and I wish I wasn't like this. I am so comparative to like their initial works. I know. Which artists are supposed to grow and they're not supposed to like make the same records over and over again. But I have such like an attachment to early Taylor Swift that, you know, as I evermore was incredible to me yeah. folklore wasn't my thing I I don't I hardly ever listen to folklore but um I will say like my heart will always be with the initial like red 
1989. And actually, Corinne Fisher from Guys We Fuck says like every every feeling of a breakup can be described um, by Taylor Swift's Red album. Yeah, and I think it's so true. I I, I really true. Yeah. What about you? I want to hear your thoughts. Oh my God. Okay. I have been listening to Maroon like on repeat, like nonstop. And I actually saw a conspiracy TikTok okay, yeah. day that says it's about Carly Kloss, which I can totally see. Yes. Okay. That I wanted to ask if you believe in Gaylor. And I do. I mean, no. I'm not like, I think they're reaching. I think sometimes they're really reaching and it's like crazy, but I enjoy like entertaining the theory. Like I enjoy entertaining like, okay, she and Carly, like I... I don't think that they were like a full-blown couple and I don't think that all of the references that Gaylor people say are about her are about her but I do find it completely possible that like they had like some sort of like they hooked up a couple times and like it was a thing. I completely agree. I do think yes, there's a lot of reaching in that uh in that category. However, I do yeah. I'm like 100%. When you actually like hear it back and you start to like put together the, you know, clues in the songs and stuff she doesn't make these hints for no reason. Like she's obviously, she drops the Easter eggs. She talks about it. Like she knows, like she knows. Oh, she knows. She knows. And it's like, it's like really actually crazy. Cause she's like probably one of the only artists that can get away with what would typically get called queer baiting. I know. I've thought about that like a few times. I'm like, it's interesting that like, she's able to drop hints and like keep it cute. And like, she doesn't have to disclose her whole, you know, personal Rolodex of things, but she does it through song. And like, All Too Well is one of those songs. Like, do you like associate any of her songs with people? I mean, pretty much every single one. Like, I would say of the albums, like 1989 is like my album. Like that, I don't think yeah. for me, it's like her magnum opus. Like, I just don't think she'll ever top it. And I think that like everything, there's been, That's there have cool, been yeah. amazing like individual songs like since then. Um, but no, like album as a whole that like as cohesively has everything that 1989 has like for me. Yes. I think that's like the general sentiment from the public. Yeah. Um, and I actually think it was that not read that Corinne Fisher had said was like the, you know, it's, it's just unmatched. Um, yeah. So I agree. And I'm that way with a lot of other musicians too. Like I always make like TikToks, like joking about how I only listen to like older Drake, which isn't true. I listen to new Drake too, but like. I like old Drake, old J. Cole. Like I really like, I oh, have a lot so of good. like attachment to like, even just like the voices, like a lot of nostalgia is what I yeah. like to feel through music. Yeah. Um, That's so true. Now. Wait. Okay. John Mayer is being dragged to hell and back right now because he's a groomer and he's, he went on a date with Kiernan Shipka. I saw who is. Oh, I did see that. Ew. He... I'm calling the police. Like literally literally nine one fucking one like okay Scary. so he, i have like i've never personally liked him also he's just like a weird dude i think he's really weird i think he hasn't he said he slept with like over a thousand women or like something insane like that yeah he's like, like a Cristiano point, Ronaldo. yeah 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 i think he's like a it's like a situation i'm surprised he doesn't have any kids you know, I was, as we're talking, <laughs> I was just thinking that and I'm sure he does, you know what I mean? Yeah, or, that's actually, yeah, sure. I'm sure he does because when you think about it and I, I think about this all the time, like the Nick Cannons, the oh. John Mayers, like the, uh, Cristiano Ronaldo's like the people who just like, they've had sex with so many like women. The extreme womanizers, like where you're just like, how do you yeah. even have, how do you have time? How do you have time? And like, wouldn't you get bored? Like, imagine you like you could sleep with like the most beautiful people every single night if you wanted to. Like I, 
I always imagine I'm like, at some point you had to swing the other way just to check it out. <laughs> so much coming at you. Like you get bored. I'm sure. I'm sure you've been in some weird situation. They have to have been in some really weird. I mean, that's why you hear about like people like Leonardo. Like, do you follow Dumois? Oh yeah, you yeah, yeah. They yeah. call him headphones, dino bones because apparently yes, he has dinosaur bones. Yes, and he has to have headphones exactly. on every time that he has sex. Like that's really weird. That's weird. Like you get into some weird shit. I know. I I think about that all the time. Like I I know celebrities. It's like the because I love celebrities so much. Duh, I have a meme page where I use pictures of them every day. <laughs> um, but I know it's like they're just so fucking weird. Like they're just they're bizarre. So strange. Like when you get to that level, you have to be that's going to change you as a person. Like, I think if I w- overnight became an A-list celebrity, I would be the weirdest motherfucker you've ever met in your life. Like, I, I would spend like weird money on weird hobbies. Like, I don't know what I would do. Yeah. I would like, because I mean, because there's no way that amount of like money, fame, like people throwing themselves at you, like can't make you weird. A hundred percent. Did you watch the Selena documentary? I am. Lo- oh my God. I'm crying. I wrote this down literally in my bullets. to so, like, let's talk about the Selena Gomez documentary. I have not watched it. I would like to watch it, but I've I've heard a little bit of like synopses, but what did, what did you think of it? And then what did you make of that entire situation with like, obviously like Haley going and call her daddy and then like them fo- posting a photo together days later. Like what, what do we do? <laughs> okay, so I haven't watched the documentary yet. I've been meaning to. I've seen, like you said, a lot of like the, you know, the back and forth of people talking about her best friend and people also saying it was a lot of her like complaining and like- yeah whatever and I, I I feel like it maybe like missed the mark from what I've seen but I want to watch it myself and see the Haley Bieber Selena thing I fucking loved because Selena once again and I feel like she's really she's really good about this like she took control of the narrative without doing much yeah I think it was so baller of her to be like come here and just yeah. like take the picture and put it to fucking rest because think about it I mean I guess like I do have to have sympathy for the fact that like, if you had an on and off boyfriend for years, like, I don't know if people brought that person up. Like I try and think if people brought up my high school boyfriend every time I did anything. And like, that is so in the past, that must be really, really jarring. I do think I didn't love the move from Haley Bieber to go on call her daddy in advance of that. That felt PR, but I've also made a lot of TikToks talking about how, I am sad that Call Her Daddy is sort of transformed from like a really honest, fun back and forth conversation to like a PR spot that you would see on like the yeah, news. It's like, like a Barbara Walters. Oh, <laughs> literally, it's literally like that. And like the whole beauty of it was that it was just like a conversation between two people. I've actually recently started listening to Sophia with an F again, and I'm going to make a TikTok about it. I want to. Um, because oh my God, I was like, this is what I missed from Call Her Daddy. Like, and you want to know what? It's because it hasn't scaled to that same level. I'm sure all podcasts at some level when they scale like that and you're having like A-list fucking celebrities on your podcast, yeah, you can't really talk candidly anymore. True. Um, So I give credit, but I will say I like where Sophia's at because she can just have a conversation and she can read a room and she has a, a wide like breadth of guests on and can somehow like, cater the conversation accordingly I don't know she's like an interviewer she's not like it's it's sad the way that everything went down but you know I also don't like how sometimes it's like with these a-list or whatever type of celebrities like 
she'll ask roundabout questions because so clearly like from Spotify or the PR team, she can't ask straight out anymore. And that is just what comes with it. But like, I always want to say it's like, just cause I like, like, I still like both. And I think they're both awesome women in the industry. I mean, it's just like, it's just two different stories and like, yeah, there's room for both of course, but it is super interesting. I was like, wow, I've been saying how much I miss it. And like, it still kind of exists through Sophia's. So Okay, good. I'm going to give it, then I will give it another shot. Yeah, give I it do a think, For sure. I do think like the Haley and Selena thing, like it's basically, it. I think it's, it's a microcosm of what you see a lot with these like on again, off again relationships where like, I think we really actually, I would like people to like look at the guy more because it's like, you know, you're on again, off again with someone for, I mean, literally 10 years in their case, obviously they're both very young. Obviously they were both like, you know, growing up in the spotlight, that would be difficult, but you see it where like a guy will be on again, off again, or like, "Mm, will they, or won't they with a girl for literally 10 years, literally a decade. And then when they meet a girl, that's like the game changer for them. Suddenly they're married in two years. Like I, you see this happen fucking constantly. And it's just, it like, you see it in real life. You see it with celebrities. Like you see it like, the first time I ever saw it was like my high school track coach. Like I will never forget it. He was like, I mean, very, he was a, he was a track coach, but like he was a super handsome guy, like incredibly charismatic, like had a lot going for him, was dating this woman for eight years, was never going to marry her. Um, And I personally felt like, you know, he was like stringing her along by like her still hoping that they were going to get married. And then I remember they broke up and he was engaged within a year. Like, and I was just like, what? But I see it all the time. That is it's so true how that works in life too. Like now, cause now that you pointed out, it, it is such a commonality where it's like this situation where you almost sometimes I've looked at, you know, you, sometimes you see relationships and you're around in your life and you're like, Oh my God, I just dude break up with her. Like, she's never going to leave you. And like, right, you, like you have to giving her this false hope that like you are the one for her. And it's so clear. It's almost like you feel sorry at some point, like let the bitch go. It's like Stockholm syndrome. But, um, it, it once that happens I feel like yeah you're right the guy moves on immediately and it's like because they weren't that invested like to begin with I was just no. having this conversation with my guy friend the other night he yeah. so his like best friend from growing up is now dating a woman that he will like definitely marry like they're she's the one whatever they're like gonna get married before that he was dating a girl for five years like living with her for three of them and my guy friend was like yeah he knew that he wanted to break up with her a year before he did Horrible but like just couldn't go through with it. And I was like, oh my God, like he wasted a year of her life when they were living together for just with this protracted, like it's like, just end it. Like, and it's, and I always like to think as women, like she knew Mm -hmm. and she couldn't like, and she couldn't get herself to leave because it makes you want to stay more. Like I, I do, I think a lot of the times, especially with like all the cheating scandals and stuff that we've seen in the news, like with celebrities so frequently now, I always have to say when people are, are like oh she's blindsided blah 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 I'm like you know what I, I have a hard time believing that I think women are more intuitive in the sense that she might have known you know something wasn't going on at the very least that their relationship wasn't you know where it may have been a few years prior or yeah. something like I, I always like to give women the benefit of the doubt where it's like I, I hope you knew and I yeah. and I think you did I think a lot of times you have, and like in any of these kinds of situations, whether it's like someone's wrong for you, like someone's cheating on you, someone like something's just like wrong. A lot of times later, like you do realize like, oh, that weird feeling that I had that like just some, even if it's vague, yeah, that something wasn't right. 
like that that is something like you should if you feel that feeling when you're with someone there is a reason like it's people don't want to like and I understand like there's a lot you know there's a lot on TikTok especially of like armchair psychologists where like everybody has an anxious attachment style everybody has like something like so and it's framed almost as like here's what's wrong with you like pay me and we'll fix it like that's how it's always set up and I'm like maybe there's nothing wrong with you maybe you just have a gut feeling that someone's fucking bad for you and you should trust it like I don't know and like I know people do genuinely have like attachment issues or whatever and sometimes people do have anxious feelings for no reason but it's to me I've always been able to differentiate between like me having anxiety and me having a gut deep seated feeling about something being like wrong Oh, it's guttural. When you know you're not supposed to be with somebody, even if they are wonderful and you guys get along very well and you love each other very much, you will never, that pit in your stomach will always be there. It might be really, really tiny, but you'll know it's there. And it's very guttural. It's your instinct. It's your inner voice. And you have to listen to it because you're wasting your own time and theirs. And I will say that is a really great, I do think people like to disqualify their own feelings by assigning like, oh, well, no, I'm just like difficult. And that's why him, like I give him a hard time or I, you know, question our relationship all the time. And I'm just really whatever uh, in my own head about things. And honestly, I'm like, I don't think that's it. Yeah. You, really, I've watched a lot of people. I all like go on a rant a little bit as I, as I'm entering like my later twenties, I've watched so many people where I'm like, you are just so fucking scared to be alone. Like so many couples I didn't think would last where I'm like, you you're having the same problems i i heard about years ago like you know what i mean but yet you're you're sticking it through together because there's this innate fear of like i might never find someone else or i might this might be like 75% of what i want but not quite everything and giving that up is scary and i i do feel for people but there is this once you have that feeling in a relationship of like, this might not be the person for me, or like, we might need to break up. You have to do it. Like that's how I am. I like, or else it it starts to eat me alive. Yeah. Like when I I have that first like inkling of that first feeling and it's really, it's so real. And like you ignore it and you push it down and you're like, no, like, no, (laughs) it's like the moment of doubt. Yeah. This is a moment. And I've never been wrong. And I've all, you know what I mean? Like, and I'm sure you haven't either, even like there are situation tips, stupid things like that, that I've been in where I would have sworn up and down to you in the moment. I was like, I love that man. Like I love the moment you're like, together. yeah, I'm never going to meet someone like him again. You don't understand. Like, this is just like, it's going to work out. And then three months later, I'm like, what the fuck was I talking about? Like, I, like, I, that was a different <laughs> woman. Like, I really was a woman possessed. Like, I know. And I think it's like when you're just hanging on to anything yeah. for too long, just for the, the possession. Sake. It's so true. Like, people become crazy. Like, people become like, well, last night when I was reading his Venmo transactions, and I'm like, if you are even Air. looking at his Instagram story something is wrong I (laughs) not actually every healthy relationship I've ever been in I have never once checked their Instagram following never gone through their phone I've never gone through their phone that's like but that's the thing right or I've never had to question how they felt about me it was always like oh yeah they're into me yeah and I know it and like it's and it's this thing I've never had to like play this like mental gymnastics play the chess of like are they into me? Should I, ch- they posted this in their story. They followed this girl. What does that mean? Cause I wasn't, I didn't check. I didn't care. Cause you were so uh, secure that you're not checking. Like that's how you should um, feel, but people don't realize that. 
I also think like a lot of people just haven't been, they have never experienced a like real, and I don't know if it's like, it, maybe it is just like generational because I think like casual things are just more common now. But like, I do have like, you know, I've had girlfriends who like never have had a boyfriend ever. And like, they don't understand like what it is like to be with someone or they never had like a boyfriend where like yes. the guy like really was crazy about them and like would never do anything to like hurt them or lose them. And so they've never experienced that. And so they're used to these like half-ass bullshit relationships where like, they're kind of questioning everything or they're like twisting to like make it work. And it's just like, no, you don't have to live that way. Like, no, a hundred percent. And then it, with those people too, cause I, I've witnessed that too, where it's like, you're almost like, no, no, no. real love. Isn't going to feel like that. Like it, it won't feel like that. I promise you like that. This is not what you should be fighting for. You should be looking for somebody else. Um, but also people who tend to relationship hop mm. and then they get themselves in this horrible cycle where it's like, they just become so used to companionship all the time. Yes. That it's like, they don't really stop to think like, is this really what I want? Or it's just like the first person who comes along, who's like, that'll do like, yeah. Or you fit the bill. And it's like, that's not, that's not love either. That's no. just like, it's, it's loneliness. Um, People can't be is. alone. And it's like, I think it's fine to like, to, to want companionship. I think it's normal and healthy and human to like yes. not want to be alone. But I also think that, and I constantly make TikToks about this and say this, but like I genuinely would rather die alone and have my cats eat my fucking body than to ever again, like suffer through a relationship with a guy who doesn't care if I live or die just to like say I have someone like nar, nar 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 no that's and that is the brutal honesty here babes you made one it was something about um having like something about having to chase a guy or having to like do things for a guy whatever and yeah. you were like literally rather eat glass like than yeah. be with someone who like very clearly doesn't want to be with me and like wouldn't do those things for me and it's so it's so incredibly true it's like realistically I feel the same way where I you know, you can like, I, I think it's such a skill to be alone. Yeah. And you can talk about like wanting to be in a relationship or like being lonely, but truly I'm like, I, I'm good this way until there's someone who comes into my life and changes that because I have absolutely no interest in entertaining somebody who is going to throw off, like throw off the path that I'm on or, um, come in and cause like that emotional distress if it's not someone yeah. like meant to be with long term. I yeah. It's so I'm real. Not that bored. I'm not that bored. I'm anymore. not that bored. I don't need the entertainment. It's also like yeah. when you're going through that shit and you're literally like at your desk at work and you like need to finish something that's like important and like your stomach is like turning and you're waiting for the text and you're like sweating and you're so stressed. You go to the bathroom, you're like crying. It's like, why am I doing this? You literally don't literally. have to live that way. You could just dump them. You feel so <laughs> pathetic. I literally I remember I was one time on the phone, like crying to this guy oh. who, who did not, I could have gotten hit by the fucking A train. This <laughs> crying to him on the phone. I'm like doing this report that I had to finish. So I'm like crying. I'm typing. I'm like, and he's just, he's just, oh my God. doing the whole thing. And then I hung up and I was like, that's embarrassing. <laughs> like <laughs> that is fucking humiliating. Like I was like, you're fucking embarrassing. I need an HRH collection to scream in my face. I like oh you're fucking God. embarrassing. She is my favorite person. If she was standing in the corner of my apartment yelling at me, I think I would be a better person. I like, need her. Like <laughs> I need her energy always because literally, like, get a grip. Um, I will say, like, I have been going through things sometimes where like 
you know, people give you all the beautiful advice and that all works really well. But sometimes just a good classic, like you're being a fucking pussy. You're being an idiot. Like I need someone to yell at my face. Well, literally, literally. And I'll be like, oh, yep. Nope. That's embarrassing. That. Yeah. Oh, God. It's so crazy. Oh, we've all been there. (laughs) Like we have all been there. And that's the craziest part. I'm like, I don't I don't like none of us are the exception. Like we've all been there. It's more just like, can you be real with people? Because like. I try very hard to be really, really with my friends about this stuff and like with myself about this stuff, obviously with your friends, like your personal friends, you have to be like, you have to, you know, you can't be like cruel or mean, but like, I don't, you know, I don't sugarcoat if I think like, you know, someone talks to me about like the guy they're dating and I'm like, no, I don't like that. That's bad behavior. Like, I don't like that. That's not a good sign. Like I try to be really honest about that, but I think it's hard, you know, for people to be honest with themselves and to be honest with those people like closest to them. So I think like, having that like third party to just like kind of shake you into like, like shake you awake and be like, stand up. Like, what are you doing? Like you need that. No, it, it's so real, but you're an earth sign, which is why I yes. fucking like loved you since the first video I saw, because I was just like, there is no, that is like the being the earth sign friend. Yeah. I love being a Taurus. Could spot it from a mile away. And those are my favorite fucking people. Um, but it's important to be that friend because sometimes, I mean, I've tried to get better at this. I think when I was younger, I used to be a pretty big people pleaser. Like I would just kind of say what the person wanted to hear because for me, I was like, and it wasn't in a way that I was ever trying, like trying to mislead them. It was always like, well, I know it's not a big deal. I just know it's going to take you a while to get through it. So like, I'm just yeah. going to like, go through it. you're going to be fine. But that I've realized is, you know, not being a good friend because you're not telling them how you really feel about situations. I also think there's an art to reading the room. I'm not going to spend hours giving someone an advice who I know is going to do what they want to do at the end of the day. Right. Um, but yeah, I, I feel like I've definitely gotten a little bit better in just terms of like, if I hear a friend complaining about a guy or a relationship they're in, instead of being like, oh, that's normal. I'll be like, why do you think you feel that way though? Or like, I'll just start being like, I mean, you know, my favorite line is it's your life. It's your life. Like... <laughs> And you just say that because that's what my mom said to me when I was in a relationship that she didn't think I should be in. And it like played in my head over and over where she was like, it's your life. And I was like, oh, Oof. that's like devastating. That like, you know, so devastating. I was like, wow. Like, yeah, it is. And like, you're right. Like, I don't think I want this to be my life. Whatever. I laugh because like my family is so fucking brutal. Like, and that's almost part of the reason why I named it brutal. Cause like I have no one in my family like holds back. Like my parents will straight up be like, I remember one, one boyfriend was brought home and they were like, they didn't say like, he's kind of a little bitch, but they were kind of like, he's kind of like a little bitch. Like, <laughs> like I was like, we're in love. Like you don't understand. Kind and then later love. I dumped him and they were like, no, no. And I was like, oh. You were right. Uh, they'll, they'll fucking tell me, which is scary that. because I'm like, anytime I bring someone home, I'm like, listen, like, I know I'm going to hear what's up. So hopefully it goes well. <laughs> oh, I would, I would have a million ex-boyfriends if I didn't have to bring that person home to my family. Right, right. I, it's so true. I know from like the second my mom locks eyes with that person that she'll be like, yes or no. Oh and like, you know what I mean? We're like, she's looked at me and like been like and I'm probably like so excited about a guy I'm like oh my god what do you think and she'll just be like he's good for now <gasps> I'm like, I know and I'm like oh and like she's never wrong they're they're always like, right they're always right they always know like they're like that's not that's not your dude that's like not your man like <laughs> yeah, that's not your man 
but you can play house for a little bit, whatever you want to do. Um, but yeah, that's always like the big thing. If like family approves and stuff. Yeah. And I have, so I have two sisters. I have an older sister and a younger sister. I'm a middle child. You're a middle child. Yeah. Which is like, so that's brutal. And that's also why I am the way I am. Oh my I'm God. like definition middle child. Um, but yeah, it's always funny. Cause at least I have sisters as like a buffer. Cause like they care, but they don't really care. You know what I mean? Yeah. Parents They're are the like, they can tell you and you still have to love them, which I think yeah, is like, like they the can tell difference. me. And I'm like, shut the fuck up. Do you remember that time that you hooked up with? Like, and then, you know, you can like kind of go back at each other and it's like, yes. fine. Um, but it is, yeah. Oh, family will give it to you. Give it to you straight. What would you say is your like type in men? I know. It's oh my like, God. Okay. You have a type or no? I absolutely have a type. And my sister literally laughs at me because she's like, if you put all of your boyfriends into like, <laughs> like broke. one chart, like they all look the same. She's like, they all look the same. She looks like every other bitch. Like they <laughs> all look exactly. They're not like facially similar, but it's generally, it's like brown hair, scruffy, big yes. nose. Um, I'm like, I've always like dated athletes. I'm always like into athletes, not professional athletes, but like people who like are athletic well, in general, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. tall, big dudes. Um, but yeah, that's like my physical type, but then it's like, it's at odds with my like mental type, which is basically like, cause you're a reader. Right. <laughs> right. Right. It's very tough when you want them to be both like hot and literate, like extremely uh, difficult. Out oh, here. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's, um, it's the games so, yeah. I it's tough. I think like in general, I, you know, I have, I really honestly have nothing bad to say about like any of my exes. Like they're all like, except for one who was like extremely toxic and evil when I was like in my early twenties, like mid twenties. Um, all of them have been like, honestly, good people just like didn't work out, which yeah. is totally fine. But I think everybody has to have that like one evil toxic relationship for you to like, and that's where a lot of this stuff comes from is like everything I learned from that situation where I was truly like, as you said, a woman possessed, like delusional, like, like it, crazy. And like, I look back on the stuff and I'm like, was I brainwashed? I'm like, he kind of did brainwash me. Like he kind of did like, like take me to a place where I was just like willing to do whatever to like make it work. And it's like, that is so unhealthy and crazy. Oh, it's so submissive. And like, yeah, I think same here. I, I, you know, most of my exes, it's like nothing bad to say. It just didn't work out. It wasn't our time or like we were young. And so it's like, right. you know, it's what it is. Yeah. There is one though, who was like toxic, horrible, crazy, yeah. uh, folks had around every now and then I, but we're just like friends now. I, that those situations though, they really do teach you a lot about yourself. I will say they my, do breakup with my first boyfriend ever was so traumatizing wait yeah you've mentioned this high school boyfriend tell us more oh my god if you don't so, mind you don't have to no no no. you're so fine I, that was like more of like an oh my god like the team no but it was just like it was a really like normal good loving relationship and I, I'm very happy that that was my first experience with love Aww. however the breakup was so fucking traumatizing because he ended up moving to a different state and then I figured, do you know what I mean? Like I was like, yeah. okay, so I have this thing where all of my ex-boyfriends, we break up and then like they move. Like it okay. was kind of great because it's like, oh, I won't really see you again, but like kind of also horrible. Yeah. Uh, he broke up with me. And then like two days later, he broke up with me over text. It was out of the blue. I like freaked out. I like had a panic attack in a Chipotle. I was like scream crying. My little oh my sister God, no. watched the whole thing. It, it was so humiliating. Like then he was dating a new girl like the next day. I was like, oh. I was like, what, 18? The psycho crazy I went 
I remember like I snapped out of it, a woman possessed. I snapped out of it like a month after things had ended. It was like the stalking, the whole thing, nothing yep, yep. like crazy, but it was just the, like the psycho obsessiveness of like, Oh my God, he's with this new person and blah, blah, blah. We were saying, I love you a week ago. Like, you know what I mean? That's insane though. That's like way too fast of a turnaround personally. Oh, I mean, yeah. obviously like not healthy, not going anywhere, but like that's right. hard. Like that's hard to recover from. It was so hard to recover from. And it, but I do remember, so a woman possessed, I snapped out of it at the, I would say like a month after. And I looked in the mirror and I was like, I am never doing that again. Yeah. I will never, I could be left at the altar and I will never feel the way I felt being like blindsided by that breakup like yeah. that. And and the worst part was, is that I knew we had to break up too. Like I had kind of been holding on to the relationship. And that is what happens when you force yourself to stay in a relationship and you're like, no, we're going to be, we put this. maybe we won't be forever, but like, we'll deal with that down the road. And then they'll creep up and they'll just end it with you out of nowhere. Like Ugh. that is really, I've seen that happen to a couple of my friends too, where it's like, they're the ones questioning the whole time. And then the guy is the one who like turns around and is like, you yeah, know, maybe because clearly like, it's like both people know. And um, we've talked since like the high school boyfriend, cause he actually ended up dating that girl for like years. And so I was like, okay, oh, no. well, like, maybe they'll whatever. Nope. Broke up with her. And then was, he hit me up like when he ended up eventually moving back, but oh I, but nothing ever happened again. Like I was just like, there's so much like trauma associated, so, so much associated with it, with that guy that I'm like, I could never go back. It's also I, like I, what you go through when you're that young. It's like formative. Like, Oh yeah. I can't do that to 18 year old Chrissy. She swore up and down. She would never speak to him again. And I've spoken to him again. And that's as much as all, you know, all of renege on i guess yeah. but I yeah i feel you oh so crazy breakups are so brutal it's like every time you go through something like that again you're like is everyone okay like i forgot how horrible this is and then you like want to look at all your friends who's like recently been like through one or whatever yeah and you're like wow you're all so strong because I forgot how horrible this is. Like, like you'll be on, I'll be literally be like on Reddit, like Googling my exact situation, yes, like follow yes. comma advice. Like I love Reddit. Oh my God. I love Reddit. Where it's like, yeah. Or I'll just be like, am I being like, am I being crazy? Like mm -hmm. I, or like, how do I, how do I deal with this heartbreak? How do I like go to work? How do I, you know, that feeling is horrible. Like knowing you need to like continue with life. Oh my God. I, and like just having to like, yeah, I know. I know. The ball keeps spinning. It's like, wow. It's brutal, but you will get through it. Like that's the other thing. It's like time heals all wounds, which I feel like, you know, it's talked about, but it's not talked about enough is that like, unfortunately, sometimes you just need to suffer. Like, unfortunately you are just going to yeah. suffer for a long time. And then eventually like one day you'll wake up and it will just like hurt a little bit less like over time. Yeah. Like that type of breakup where you start crying before your eyes even open. Yeah. Like you wake up and you're like, no, like, no. Yeah. You're like, no. <laughs> you're like, again. And then like it's here just I like, I am in the fucking ground all day. Like, cool. I know. One day you wake up and it's like, it's that Taylor Swift song, back to Taylor Swift. I forgot that you existed. <laughs> like one day you just wake up and you're like, wait, what? Oh, yeah. Or like one day you wake up and you don't think about them and everything's fine. Like it's like, well, all right. Yeah. And then like you'll realize like midway through the day, you're like, I'm not sad today. No. Like that's, yeah, it is. It is so crazy how that happens. Um, I know. I've also just had like, in terms of bad breakups, it's a, you know, the age old thing of how like 
the end of a situation ship always tends to be like it feels almost more painful than like oh, a relationship breakup horrible because you've never like seen you've never like met their family and found them annoying you've never like seen them on yes. vacation when they like take a massive dump and then like you have to leave the hotel room because <laughs> you can't flush it like whatever like they're like you haven't right, seen right. any of that stuff so you're just like oh right. you're romanticizing like what could have been I have been far more possessed and like depressed about breakups of like something that never was or like someone who was like not really my boyfriend than I have been about like real relationships ending because then I'm like at least we saw it through like that is it's so real and I think about I'm like wow if like that boyfriend of mine had ever just been like a situationship I would still probably be thinking about him to this day like it, it is so real because but then you know when we did break up like some of my other relationships it was like oh, okay yeah like it was like okay this is this is our parting of ways because you're so right you've never met their family and been annoyed you've never seen them on a really bad day you've never like you've just never experienced enough of the bad you've only gotten someone before they've taken the mask off which like is it's so heartbreaking it's also like the life that you think you could have had with someone like I've recently kind of been going through that and I'm like even in this state I can acknowledge that there were clear signs that this was destined to fail but reiterating that to yourself with someone where you're like well we didn't get to try like I want I like having evidence you know what I mean and I I write it down girl like I every time for the last like I think like two or three breakups I've had this is I'm gonna make a TikTok about this too because I think it's like useful just make a list of everything they ever did while you remember it while right after you break up make a list of every single thing they ever did that like annoyed you bother you like treated you badly like hurt you like forgot whatever you know what I mean like make the list and put it in your phone and then when you're like six months later when you're like romanticizing it and you're like maybe we could have made it work like go back and read your list because it helps it's so oh my god it it's so true because I'll find myself like randomly romanticizing old relationships of mine and I and I do have like a go-to memory for each of them like no that's not what you thought it was like Like, the peak moment like because you think of the peak moment you think of like the time that you had like the most like intense connection like the most like whatever like kiss in the rain kind of moment and then like that's what you remember and that's what your brain like goes back to especially when you're lonely especially when you're like I just wish I had a man and like that's what you go back to but you have to remember the bad shit too because god knows there was bad stuff Oh, and there's always, uh, when you look back, it's like, that's not how, that's not even how it was in the moment. Like, no, like those good moments can live in infamy, but like, that's like, do you remember the next day? Do you remember? What right, right. Do you remember two seconds later? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you remember 15 minutes later when you were like also then fighting in the car because you guys like couldn't decide on directions and this is the 80th time that's happened? Like, you know, I, I, I do agree. Yeah, it is. Relationships are so tricky. It's also just tough because our bodies like everything you become like when you're with someone for so long like you become like so accustomed to that other person yes oh like having to unlearn that stuff is always like really the worst when you think about like when you have first break up and you have to like get back on like dating apps or whatever and you're just like I can't even yeah who are these people they're strangers and it's like well everyone was a stranger at one point (laughs) like yeah it's like it's hard to remember that oh yeah I also used to ride my high horse because I was like oh, I don't really like to use dating apps, blah, blah, blah. And then it just turns out like they're also pieces of shit. Like, and those people do have dating apps and I probably would have swiped right on them anyway. And that's, that's the that thing. Way. Wait, so, okay. What apps are you on? And then what's your type? I didn't even ask you. What is your type? Oh. And then who are we swiping on? Where are we swiping? Okay, okay. So my type, 
Oh God. Again, I'm trying to like diversify because it's just been too much of like a similar prototype. I do. I loved Holman. Yeah. Holman. I love an athletic build. Um, I'm not too picky on hair color. I used to probably say brunette, but I'm I'm really not. I'm not really picky on anything. I just like a hot fucking guy. I love. <laughs> I just love nothing, nothing a, hot, like a hot guy, dude. Tall, big build. Like I, I, I do like my string beans. I do like my like okay. Okay. emo boys. Um, like your Travis Barkers. Yeah, like okay. I love that. And I also will say like. I think people tend to, people always be like, oh, do you like go for, because my account, like you go for like finance bros, whatever. I'm like, not really. Like, I feel like I I like a lot of athletes. Um, I like, I'm trying to be with men who sort of understand more of like the entertainment industry now. Like, okay, I think that's like where I want my life to go. Mm-hmm. And so I, I feel like I look for men who like, just have like stuff in common with me in that regard, who like yeah. comedy, who like entertainment um although I know that's like a small circle of people and so it probably gets messy um yeah I I, I've kind of been all over the map I like nice guys funny guys um smart guys the Mm -hmm. whole thing you know the whole shebang um but where we're swiping this is a big point of contention so I've recently re-downloaded Hinge I didn't have it for years okay and I've re-downloaded it and I've started swiping on it because I'm like you know what just like I said, I'll be meeting guys and I'm like, they have dating apps and yeah. I probably swipe on them anyway. It's like at the um, point where everybody's on them now. It's like, it just is what it is. It just is what it is. And also I will say like TikTok has been somewhat of a dating app for me, like where people like hit the DMs. I've had so, a couple DM slides. Like I've been like, yeah. interesting. people like, cause they really like, cause I guess they like get a sense of your personality and like how you yeah. talk. And it is interesting that I've been like, wow, there's been like a lot of creeps, a lot of creepy old men. But like, other than that, that's been kind of interesting. I've met a lot of people through my like the corporate account too. But um, I will say we need to get like the Pope involved to get me onto Raya. <laughs> oh my God. I am telling you, I applied to Raya years ago. Still waitlist. I've been waitlisted for years. My ex-boyfriend, one of my ex-boyfriends who is not in the industry at all. He has maybe like 500 followers on Instagram. He got on the app. How? They must need more guys. Like if he's a hot guy, guys. they must need more guys. And it's wild to me because I'm like, what? Wait, what? Like I have like eight referrals. Like every person I know who has the app, like I have like eight referrals from people like getting, trying to get me on the app. They do not want me on the app. Wow. They and don't want so you on Raya. Black does it from Raya. <laughs> no, they don't want me on Raya. And it's really sad. And I'm like, cause my ex-boyfriend was like giving me shit for it. He was like, what do you need? He's like, do you need a referral? Like, LOL. I'm like, shut up. I can't with you. Um, so yeah, that's been really sad. We need to get Chrissy Gregory on Raya. I promise yes. the story. At anyone, me. anyone who works for Raya listening or knows someone who works at Raya or who can fucking help us, help us. Like I, yeah. So that's kind of, that's been my thing so far. I, yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to like go on more dates though. I get there and usually I know within the first five minutes if I would ever want to see them again or not. But either way, it's like, I feel rude. I don't want to like leave right away. Like, I don't want to stay for 30 minutes and then be like, well, peace, you're not the one. But I was talking to my coworker, she's 37 um, and she just got married last weekend and she was on the apps, you know, on and off in New York for a really long time. And she was like, honestly, like I would go to these dates. And if in the first 10 minutes, I was like, no, I would just get an emergency phone call, quote unquote, and like leave. Because like she was like, I'm not wasting my time. And I was like, baller. That is 
so baller and it's also i i really wish i could adopt that because i, I wish do- i could do it but i'm too i'm still too like i need to stay oh, for an I'm, hour I'm, you know i'm too chicken shit but like i will say like that has been something that i've also struggled with because i'm the same way within within 30 seconds of meeting someone i'm like yes or no yeah and it's so tough when you're like when you first meet up and then you're like oh i have like at the minimum 90 minutes with this person like yep and, and you're just I sit there through it and it's like oh boy i know and you're like okay and you're like trying to wrap it up and it's so yeah and those are always the ones where i'm like oh my god and then they like won't stop hitting you up after and you're no like- they love you after they're like oh, you're the one I, this has happened to me and i think it's because yep. honestly when you get there and you're like yeah no you no longer give a shit you don't care what happens like you're just like oh my god like whatever and so you're just saying whatever you're doing whatever like you do not care and you project that aura of like take it or leave it baby and like they don't care and that's why they oh, like well. you because you're like you you're just like either you're being so aggressively yourself or you're just like yeah i don't give a fuck like this could go wherever you know it's so real because you're giving off you're giving off cool girl energy because yes. you're not flying. You're like, I don't give a shit. Like right. see whatever. I don't care what I look like. I'm kind of like slouched. I'm not yeah. as contrived as I would be when I like really like you. And I'm like, oh my God, it may be right. like, and I'm like, oh <laughs> funny and then, like uh, yeah. Yes. So it is so true. Like that. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah. It's I think it actually causes it. Like I don't I don't think it's like a coincidence. I think it's like a real right. thing. No, it's happened to me now a couple of times where I'm like, wow, this person's like really insistent. Why aren't the other ones fucking like this? And it's like, well, because that was not, they did not get the same Chrissy's. You they have to not. treat the ones you really like, like the ones you don't like. No, I'm like, should I leave 90 minutes in when I really like you? <laughs> like, Okay, what? I'm actually a fan of that. I don't really like to do a long marathon first date because I think it gives you, it makes you crazy town. This is like a controversial point. So like my friends are always oh, like, so you know, right. if you really like them, stay for, you know, I would stay for six hours. I'm like, no, I need to go home because otherwise I will concoct like a fantasy in my mind uh-huh. of like how we are getting married. Like I'm delusional. And so I have to like, I have to keep it to like two hours. That is so fucking true because it feigns this closeness between the two of you. And it like, it feigns intimacy and you're exactly. like, and then yeah, you leave and you're like, I have a boyfriend. Yes. And yes. Like, yes. And then that's not I'm how it is baby. Yeah. And it's like, well, why would you spend six hours with someone you didn't like that much? And it's like, ah, and then you, it, it's so real crazy town. It makes you go insane. It makes you cuckoo. So I don't do it. I'm I'm just like two hours. We got to go. Also, like I try to do dates on like weeknights because I don't like, you know, I don't want to use like my Friday or Saturday on like a first date. So I'm like, oh, I'm on weeknights, like whatever. And then I'll usually have like plans after. So I like try to keep myself to that because yeah. I just feel like it's like, you know, if it's going like amazing, I might stay another hour, but then I'm like, I got to go no second locations no none of this bullshit um <laughs> okay wait what was i gonna ask you no, we're okay. not traveling together yeah we're not we're not like getting in a cab um what are your most what is like your most unpopular opinion about dating yeah, like I what's your like opinion that you're just like i know people fucking hate this oh you know i have like a trillion we love it i have to think about this I mean, oh, okay. Well, this is actually one that like I, people kind of like, I made a video about it and people kind of were like up in arms. I will say, I think attraction is the most important thing in dating. I think bar none, personality, looks, whatever, attraction. Like you need to want to fuck that person like all the time. Mm -hmm. And that, I, I think it's like people always try and rationalize their way out of that where they're like, but he's like fantastic and whatever. I'm like, 
a man, number one, a man would never ever be with a girl who he wasn't attracted to, or he was only kind of attracted to. Sure. Also, I would never want to be with a man who wasn't attracted to me. So why are you sitting here at dinner trying to convince me why it's okay that you like aren't really all that attracted to him, but he's so sweet. Like, I don't really think attraction grows like that. I think because people are like, oh, attraction grows. I'm like, no, no, no. Attraction can only grow if there's like the seed. If yeah. there's like, the seed of you being like, oh, I like this person, but he's not like, my hmm. usual type. Yeah. Like, oh, like he's hot, but he's not my type. That is so different from looking at someone and having the ick or like being grossed out. I have heard girls tell me that like, yeah, I mean, he gives me the ick, but like, mm. We're so good together. Like, and honestly, like I'll get, I'll get over it. It's only sometimes I'm like, I don't want to feel that way for the rest of my life. What are you doing? I'm like, that's the person who you're like talking about having kids with. Yeah. It's also not nice to the guy. Like, as you said, I wouldn't want to be like, yes, I I wouldn't want to be with someone who was like, oh, I'm not attracted to her, but like, (laughs) like, we'll figure it out. Like, no. And the guy doesn't want to be with someone who thinks he's ugly and gross, but like is pushing through because of what? Because of his other qualities on paper? Because usually what that means is like money, like a a couple other things, maybe like, I don't know, other qualities that they have, like they could take care of me, like that type of thing. And I'm like, if a guy were to be like, yeah, like, you know, chain Chrissy to a treadmill and she's my ideal type, but like, Mm. you know, I I, I can make it work because she seems to have like a promising career that people make the excuse of. I literally, I can't wrap my head around that. I really do think if you don't have attraction to someone, it's not going to work. And when I posted that, someone made commented on it and said, you know, my mom always said, there are disagreements in life. There are things in life where you are just going to come to a crossroads. You're never going to agree. And the only thing that makes you not want to kill that person is your attraction and like wanting to like bang the shit out of them anyway. Like (laughs) if you want to still jump someone's bones after an argument, like that will carry you through. And, you know, again, people are like, well, looks fade, all that phase. I'm like, no, that's attraction is so much deeper than like simply more than just looks. Yeah. I think real attraction to any, you know, boyfriend I've ever had like I could picture them at 80 and still, do you know what I mean? Like, yes, I it's picture like a, myself still being attracted to him and his energy and everything. Exactly. Exactly. So maybe, and I don't know if that's like the hottest take in the world, but it, it, to me, it's like, I can't wrap my head around this generation of, you know, women who's like, you know, the make it work generation. It's like, no, I'm not making anything work. If I don't, feel I don't, with you. I don't want to make anything work period. I just want no. it to work. No, it just should work. And I've that's never the biggest it. yeah what's yours what's your like uh, I feel like you have a lot my most unpopular I mean okay I I mean my most unpopular opinion is that like 99% of people that you meet are not going to be your husband or they're not going to be like the one whatever and so like you actually don't need to like suffer or struggle or like go through ups and downs or like have all of these like reckonings with this person or change them or they want to change you or like and like I know that sounds like I'm living in an elaborate fantasy and like I get these comments all the time where they're like your standards are too high or like you're living in a fantasy and it's like but I just don't I don't agree like I do know people like I know couples who it just kind of worked right away And they didn't have these, like, they might have, like, minor stuff, but it's very, very minor. It's, like, 
he's a little messier than I would like. Like that's not a difference in values that needs to be changed for your relationship to work. Like, and I think that I always say this and I know I'm like probably repeating myself in past episodes, but I do think like a lot of us have been fed this bullshit myth our entire lives through media and through, you know, I, I think a lot of people around us like reinforce it and say it all the time, but it's like this myth that like for your love to be valid and for your relationship to be like real quote unquote and for what you have with someone to be like legit and like worthwhile, you have to suffer. You have to fight. You have to overcome obstacles. You have to like have huge differences that you like fight over and like have to work through for, and then like it's, you've earned it, you know? And it's like, I actually don't think you need to live that way. And I think that you can dump someone at the first red flag. I think that you can dump someone the first minute that you realize like they're not right for you in a major way and you don't have to change them and you don't have to like, it's not your job to fix anyone or change them. They Maybe they don't want to be changed. You know, it's like, let them go find someone that's a better fit for them. You go find someone that's a better fit for you. And that's, I know that when I say it like that, it doesn't sound like a controversial or unpopular opinion, but you would be fucking shocked how many people are like, well, I can make it work. And like, that's how it is in reality. People are like, we'll make it work. And it's like, why are you so desperate to make it work? Like, why don't you just find someone where it works? That I mean, it's so well said. And I think it like ties into exactly what I'm saying at the end where it's like, people, you're so right, want this epic love story. It's whatever we've seen in the media, whatever you see where people have all these like crazy fights, ups and downs, cheating, whatever. No, like it really shouldn't be this thing. Cause I have also, I've watched the opposite. I've watched couples who were so clearly like not a good match together, fight through. We have different communication styles. We just- mm. We have different family values. We have different, like all of these things. And I'm, I'm like, wh why is it like once a month, there's like an epic battle between the two of you? Like that is not normal. Like that is not like, because then you get to a point and it really does become Stockholm syndrome where when you fought like that with somebody, like you really are like, we, we worked for this. Like, I'm not yeah. about to just throw this away. And that is so toxic. It gets you into this mindset of, you know, we've put in this effort and we're going to see it the fuck through like that, that you didn't invest in that person. Like, this is not like an investment we're talking about. Like this is a human being with like feelings and emotions. And you know, they, they're so much more dynamic than almost like an object at some point is what they almost start to treat each other. Like, you know, so you have to let that person go. I completely agree with you. There doesn't need to be this thing. And I was like that with my ex-boyfriend too, where like, both of them really like that I can think of off the top of my mind the ones that like it just worked like we didn't really we just clicked like it didn't yeah, really like right well, I can count on one hand how many like real fights we had and they were never significant like it was never like wow this is something that we completely disagree on and we're not going to see eye to eye but we could work through it like no yeah. fuck that I'm tired I'm not fucking working through anything right, like, I'm lazy am I just bitch. lazy no I'm so lazy it's the Taurus in us. I'm like, I think so. <laughs> I'm like, I really have no interest in being stressed over you. Like you should be the thing that I look forward to coming home to. Not like the thing that I look forward to going to happy hour and talking shit about you to my girls. Like yeah. I, I, I don't want to feel that way ever. I mean, you know, normal shit talking is fun, but Just not the like, bit. what are me and John going to do? Like, not like that. Yeah. No. And you become like a bad friend. Like it becomes like exhausting to your friends as well, where you're just like constantly talking about the, you don't like ask them any questions about their life. Like you're literally just like talking about your own drama. But I do think some people like live for the drama. It couldn't be me personally. I'm like, life is hard enough. Life is hard enough. Like there's enough bad shit you go through. There's like 
natural disasters. There's like cancer, like there's drunk drivers, like there's crazy shit out there that could happen to you. Like you could get married and like have a kid who, you know, comes out with like a, a, you know, some sort of like birth defect or like horrible thing that you're going to have to like live with for 80 years. And like, I want the least of my problems to be like my relationship with the person that I'm with. I, it's the same way I feel about best friends. Like I really want to be surrounded by people who it's like, we're good. I don't ever feel like there's like, oh, is this, or is there like weird tension between us? Like yeah. I, it should be the same thing. Like when I, and I feel so blessed that I feel like now in my life, like the people I've surrounded myself with, I never feel that way. Yeah. I don't carry that like stress with me of like, oh, me and her had like kind of a weird conversation that, okay, I hope she's not like, we don't, I don't feel like that. I never, ever, ever want to be like that with my partner either. Like, I don't want to feel like that with my boyfriend or my husband. I, yeah, life is hard enough. I want the people around me to like actually fucking like me. Like, and, like add to my life and like, and like add yeah. to their life and like have it be fun. Like, yeah. I just, it's not gonna be, you know, all fun and sexy all the time. But like, I do think that in general, like, you want the person to be like your rock and not like this an additional thing you have to like work so hard at like making it work like it just seems depressing and I'm like wait I actually don't have to sign up for that like no you don't have to subscribe like that is you know what I mean and I think any couple I've ever met where it's like they're fighting like that they're fighting crazy and they you start to like hear everything that they've gone through through a friend or whoever it starts to like you're like I can't believe you don't see it like you're in you get in so deep Yes. You're, you're yeah. too, like, you need, again, you need someone to like shake you and be like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. So, yeah. Perspective. But like, I take it, I mean, I take it very seriously that like, I have the opportunity to like, like the way I see it is my grandmother, Love she her. didn't have the opportunity to like live the life that I get to live, which is not that it's like some amazing, incredible, like insane life. It's more just like, I make enough money and like have a career to like pay my bills, go on trips, like live the life that I want to live buy the things that I want to buy. And like, be completely happy on my own for the rest of my life. Like I could feasibly do that, like without a partner. So anyone that comes into the picture, it's like they have to be like a positive addition because there's no reason that I have to be with anyone. Like you don't have to be with anyone. And like my grandmother didn't have that opportunity. Like a lot of people's like parents even didn't have that opportunity. Like women didn't have bank accounts like that long ago, like couldn't have bank it. Like it's just stuff like that where I'm like, I take that opportunity that I can just truly live like I'm so lucky to be able to like live my life the way that I want to live it I take that so seriously like I would never want to like squander that by like buying into this myth that like you have to be with someone no matter how shitty it is I I couldn't agree more and it's like I do think about that too where it's like when we do take advice from older generations whether it be like a mother or a grandma like it was it was a really different time and you're right as far back as like 15 years ago it was a really different time where marriage was looked at as like this is an this is a hundred percent necessity this is you know your career ends around like 32 yeah like and that's where that's where it caps because this is when you become like a family you know woman and I feel like that the narrative has changed so much where it's you're so right like you're afforded the luxury in life of really being able to choose if that's what you want and you know not feeling like you have to do that and settle out of literal necessity to live like and I do I do feel that way where I'm like I would never want to compromise like my dreams my goals my ambitions for somebody who doesn't have the same life vision as me just because I feel that desire and I want to be with someone I just I can't work like that nor should you wow this no I'm not in high school anymore I don't need a prom date yeah (laughs) 
Like outside of that, I don't need to lose my virginity. I already got it over. <laughs> we with. got it out of the way. I got it over with. It's fine. Like, what am oh I? What am I freaking out for? It's okay. Oh my god, I love it. Okay, all right. To conclude, let us play a rousing game of hotter just in charge. I'm trying to think of who we should start with, and I'm I'm literally gonna. Well, can we talk about uh, the yeah. world's sexiest man first, Chris Evans? Yes. Hot or just in charge or both? Hot in charge, neither or both, I should say. Oh, both. But also, I am not the biggest Chris Evans girly. Mm-hmm. Like, I can objectively see, like, there's this old horror movie he was in, or like thriller action movie, whatever he was in. And I saw it with my dad the other day and I was like, damn. Like, he was, he was something to write home about, but still not really my type. That being said, very hot and very. Okay. It's so real. Okay. I have a really good one for you. Joe Jonas. Oh, that's such an interesting, you know, I, I used to be a Joe girl. Like I was a Joe girl. I never understood the Nick thing. I was a Joe girl. As I've gotten older, I'm a Kevin girly. I haven't like Googled Kevin in years. Hold on. He's the tallest of all of them by like a few inches. And I just feel like he has more of that like laid back, like funny dude vibe. And he has a hot fucking wife. So I don't know. Joe. Joe. He like, he aged well. Like he's like grown into himself a lot. Yes. Wait, I want to look up a picture of him too. Cause I actually haven't seen one in a while, but I am, I am a Kevin girly. If Kevin, I haven't. Yes. Oh my God. Are we okay? Is he still I married will... to, he's still married to Danielle from like New Jersey. Yeah. All right. I win for Jersey vibe. girls. Um, Joe, I'm going to go out on a limb and I'm going to say as of recently hot. Okay. We looked at him for a few years. I don't think he's in charge though. He is definitely Sophia's bitch. But like that's what I was just gonna say. I think his hotness yeah. increased when he got with her. Yes. They are definitely like an associated couple, like you know, yeah. hot by association, like for sure. Where I feel like he's really himself. He's also been spotted in Murray Hill like eight times. Really? Might have a place near there. Ariana, what are you doing here? I, I agree. I think he's hot now. For me, not in charge. For me, not in charge, but I get the, yeah, I get the vibe. She's in charge. Yeah, she's, she wears the pants and like, he likes it. Yes. And I'm and I, and that, it almost like makes him in charge, but you know, it's not. He is for sure not in charge, but we love him for it. Okay. Okay. I think this is, that I was love a really her. Good I think she's fantastic. Oh, she's amazing. I'm rewatching like original Game of Thrones right now. She's so oh. good. Oh, good. So talented. She used to date, I think, or was good friends with uh, the guy who was like the lead in Project X. And Project X is one of my favorite movies of all time. And I found like an old picture of them randomly one day. Oh my God. I don't even know. I like stumbled across it. I don't even know. And I was like, wow, what a crossover. Wow. Um, Okay. One I want to ask you about, and I, I, maybe I've talked to someone about this before, so I feel bad if I'm repeating, but like, whatever we can do this, we can do whatever we want my podcast um Robert yes. Pattinson right now I feel is having like a hotness renaissance I watched the new Batman and I was like he's back I was I, shocked so I have loved him I'm I'm a Twilight girl like big big Twilight fan so yes. I love him with my whole fucking heart he is so he's so fucking hot like I swear to you, he made it like makes me emotional I was actually in <laughs> London a couple weeks ago 
And I looked up where like him and Suki Waterhouse live because I was like, I want to know. And I was, I'm an idiot. They live in fucking the Hollywood Hills. But I was like, I need, I need to just like have my posh moment where I see him in his element. It is his renaissance. He's so fine. He's back. He's back. I would say he's hot and in charge. But when he was dating FKA Twigs, he went through a really not hot time. Yeah, he was trying to be fashion, and he is he's not, not fashion. fashion. He's grunge, and You're he absolutely like, correct. You would think because of his like like classic handsome face that he's not but he's grunge you're correct oh my god okay yeah look how ill he looks he looks very ill yes he i'm telling you during that time period he was like not well gaunt and that's not his vibe neither is like pretty boy i still love i I think him and suki waterhouse are fantastic together don't get me wrong but him and kristen stewart you already know where i'm going with this they were so beautiful. Oh my god. Oh she my fucked god. Up. Yeah, she fucked up. And it's so oh, it hurts me to this day that we won't know what their like offspring will look like. Okay, now I need to listen to the FK Twigs album about him. So we'll be like yeah. we'll be doing that later. All right. Oh, and when sure. did they Okay, Robert Pattinson moves his stuff out of Kristen Stewart's house May of 2013. <gasps> and then I'm pretty sure he stayed with like I could be making this up. He stayed with like reese witherspoon or someone like that yeah like in a non-sexual way like it was like i guess like someone he was friends with in the in the industry or something was like you can crash with me bud like no worries yeah something like that totally making that up but i really don't think i am that's so okay i have to look into this these are the important questions that i like to ask yeah so good Girl, thank you so much. This was so fun. This was like my favorite one awesome. yet. Awesome. Oh my God. Wait, no, stop. You're fucking. No, it has been. Okay. I feel like it's fun because I do like a mix of people. Like I'll do a mix of like my real life friends who just like literally randomly come on like anonymously and then like people, my my, my internet friends as I call them. So I'm just like so yes. excited to have you here. I feel like this is a good one. Internet friends are the fucking best. I know. I had such a fun time. Literally, I could talk to you forever. It's just like Same. the vibe. We're going to have to get drinks sometime and yes, just like and really give the tea um but yeah no i literally have me back on anytime again please like i, I will, would love I will. To soon um but yeah no thank you so much for having me um i guess i'll just like plug the end here you can find me on instagram at queen of corporate for the meme account stuff at chrissy gregory for all the normal stuff i don't really post that much but it's fine tiktok at chrissy gregory um i post kind of more unhinged stuff on there story times more personal stuff um and yeah what a great time love it thank you so so much thanks bye